Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Uh, we're taking a deep dive into uh, David Ruprecht. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently y'all are sliding to his into his DMs and asking for horny pictures. This is so, so weird. <laughs> uh, he, of course, is the host of Supermarket Sweep, but that's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about what when you do it, your own Supermarket Sweep, what is your go-to family meal? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley, trainers off this week. Holly and I are here. Our friend Hope is running the controls and answering the phones. Uh, and Hope just butt on in when somebody calls. Um, but the question we're asking is, what is your go-to family meal? 651-641-1071. And Holly, why are we asking that? Well... I just want to ask this question because I need an excuse to razz on Tom Brady. Oh, I mean, like permission <laughs> granted. Thank you. Because Tom Brady, I think that this recipe is in the, is it the T2, the T2 method, how to do what you love for better and longer. So this is a new book from Tom Brady, the famous quarterback, and he's sharing one of his family favorite meals are you ready, Colleen? Yeah. Is it like um, macaroni and cheese? No. Okay. Is it spaghetti and meatballs? No. Okay. Is it like a shake and bake chicken? Yeah, you wish. No. <laughs> Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen share a great family meal of caramelized broccoli. That's not a meal. No, it's totally not a That's meal. That's a side. The, if a, that. Yeah. So apparently. Tom Brady's family loves caramelized broccoli for dinner. It's a family favorite. Okay. You can also eat it as a side, but it's perfect for a light vegetarian meal for two. Okay, no, nope. It's actually not because if you think you're going to be like having a romantic moment on the couch at any point, um, um, yeah. thank you. I'm looking for some. There it yeah, is. You're looking for that. What kind of hell house serves caramelized broccoli? None, I'm as not a family. Nope, I'm not showing meal. up for that dinner. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, well, so this is one of the recipes that Tom Brady is sharing. I want to correct it. It's the TB12 method. Okay, yeah. Which Tom Brady? Yeah, Tom. Number Brady, twelve. Number twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty smart. But so I, he, this is trash. So I, we need to you rectify guys, the trash. Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm reading this, um, I'm reading, I'm reading the recipe. Caramelized broccoli with smoky romesco sauce. The caramelized broccoli is not caramelized. Yeah, it's trash. It's just burnt. It's just like burnt, roasted, <laughs> which I like it that way because it gets a little crispy on the outside. And I do like that little mm, burny flavor. But that's not caramel. Okay, but go on. This is so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. 
because it's just broccoli. What would you do, Colleen, if you showed up to Tom Brady's house and he promised you a family favorite dinner and then the plate that was put before you was this dumb piece of broccoli that was charred so, and has a slight uh, sprinkling of tarragon leaves I on it. I do like broccoli, and so I would first say thank you. Yeah, no shame in the game to broccoli. Right? Look, we respect you. But broccoli isn't a main dish. Like, I'd be like, where's the rest of the meal? You know, it's one of it's like one of those recipes recipes i've seen it on pinterest and some other places on the internet where they try to sell a head of cauliflower as the main entree oh when they call it cauliflower steaks that's so stupid <laughs> sorry cauliflower and people who like cauliflower steak that is saying nothing about you but the yeah. fact that you're trying to sell cauliflower as, as a, a main as, dish as a main dish, it's not it's trash it is trash uh six five one six four one one oh seven one I'm pretty sure your go-to family meal would eclipse this meal. Uh, What is your go-to family meal? Listen, and like, I will say we have broccoli and cauliflower in our go-to family meals. That's fine. Yeah. But it is always on the side of something as a center. And you know what? No, it is always meat. I'm sorry. We always have meat for dinner. And, you know, I know that that's not the trend right now. It isn't? Well, you know, because people are like doing the meatless thing and I'm fine with it. I get it. But I need some chicken. You need some chunks. I need some meat. Yeah, I just need a little like mm, animal. Because yeah, (laughs) because you could serve Tom Brady's dumb caramelized broccoli with a side of animal and then you would have a meal. That's that, my friends, is a meal. Yeah. What is your go to family recipe, Holly? Go-to family recipe. So it's like, just me if and it's my like, guy. Yeah, and, you, and it's like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't do the, I didn't plan the meal, didn't do the meal plan for the week, didn't, you know, grab any new recipes. Like, we'll just make this tried and true favorite. Yeah, it's usually actually, thanks for asking. You're welcome. It's this recipe I found on the internet, and Ooh. it doesn't contain meat, so don't trash the recipe, but it's this vegan Green chili macaroni. Oh, I had a feeling you were going to say that one because it is so easy and you don't have to handle meat. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you make some cashew cheese with some nutritional yeast. Mm -hmm. The recipe is great. I'll put it up on the internet. It's from a woman. I, oh gosh, I can't remember. Oh, she glows is the name of the website. Mm -hmm. And she's a vegetarian cook skewing uh, or skewer or skewing. Skewing, skewing, not skewering. skewering. That would be like that's meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that one's really easy, and yeah. it takes about thirty minutes to do. But that is a go-to meal. Tom Brady's broccoli is not a go-to mm-hmm. meal. What do you do, Colleen? Well, honestly, well, see, now we just both kind of sound a little bit debaggy because ah, like we also have a collar. Okay, perfect. Right, okay. okay, I'm gonna get this out, and then we're sure, gonna go to the collar go who's it. gonna make it all better. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say save because us from our debaggy. So debaggy because we're ragging on Tom Brady for making caramelized uh, broccoli his like family favorite meal, and then Holly, you were like meatless vegan <laughs> thing, and so mine is uh, my kids. I make um I make noodles from scratch. We have like a cranker. What are those things called? A pasta maker. Yeah, that's what they're called. So I I do this, and it's not. It is mildly time consuming but it's gotten less time consuming over time because i've like perfected my recipe but i don't have to even the thing i like about it is i don't even have to look up the recipe i just like 
and I always have the ingredients on hand. And my kids like the homemade pasta noodles better than the other, you know, the stuff that you buy in a box that I'm not opposed to. I just know they get excited and it seems like a small. So it sounds D-baggy, but homemade pasta like from scratchy scratch. Who do we have on the phone, Hope, to make this all better? All right. We have Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's your go-to family meal? Um, It's actually from the Cremet Company. Oh, perfect. It's called the Rigatoni Chicken and Cheese Casserole. Mm. And is it on the box? Yeah, on the back of the Rigatoni box. Oh, my gosh. It's like macaroni and cheese, and there's celery and onion. And then it's got three cups of cubed chicken. And then you top it with those yummy jerky French fried onions and yes. put it in the oven. Okay, I'm looking at the I'm looking at it right now. It does look really good. Thank you yeah. for that hot tip. I'm gonna put Thank that on, on my list um of something I'm, I bet people would like that at my house. We did get an email from Sherry who said COVID casserole. That's what she calls it. It's just a delicious homemade tater tot hot dish. No condensed soup, but a yummy homemade gravy. Oh, hey. Doesn't that sound good? All right. We have been redeemed in this segment. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for saving us from ourselves. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, remember how during the uh, Dirt Alert update, I said that we are going to see a lot of these COVID-based shows being rolled out? Well, there's one coming up on HBO, and I want to tell you what the premise is, and we're going to do a little red light or green light. It's already been green lit, but we like to judge it accordingly. I'll tell you about it when we come back on My Talk 1071. Okay, well, we're going to be getting some new television eventually. New TV! New TV! Woo! And you know what? A lot of it is going to be totally focused on the thing that we're actually dealing with right now, which is COVID-19. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on Vacation. Holly and I are hanging out with you until 3 o'clock. Hey. Hope is at the controls. We're having a little girl party here. Girl party! And you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we do this thing where um, there's an existing television show that's already in, uh, you know, in production uh, or in development. And we think, well, how about we be the judge of whether or not this is going to be any good? Um, and we call it red light, green light. In other words, would we red light this or would we green light this? Meaning, would we be like, no, nah, that's not going to pass muster? Or, yeah, let's go forward with this. Okay, so this one is going to be a project at HBO. It's um, got Adam McKay at the helm, who, of course, uh, you would know from Succession, etc. And... The premise is that it will be a show about the race to develop a vaccine for COVID-19. It's going to be called The First Shot. Um, and actually, you know what? That's not, I don't know. It's actually based on a book called The First Shot. But I don't know that that's what they're going to call the show. Um, anyway... At first blush, your thoughts. Um, first thoughts on this project, Colleen. Thanks for coming to my office and yeah. coming to the meeting in Hollywood, USA. I had to this. put actual pants on for this meeting, I, and I hope you know that was difficult. I appreciate you adv- going. It, it was an effort. Yeah, an it effort. was an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my issue with this project. 
we don't know the ending and that makes things a little awkward. Yeah. We're in this right now and understanding that there is a story unfolding right before our very eyes. Right underneath us, the race for a vaccine for COVID-19. That is a very serious story. However, I don't know if I can personally handle the stress of taking in that story right Mm -hmm. at this very moment without having an outcome. And the only outcome that is suitable to me is an actual workable vaccine for COVID-19. Right? Okay, so that is the only acceptable outcome to this story right now. This is the thing that I'm struggling with is this, um, I get it, ripped from the headlines, right? Oftentimes when we see a TV show or an episode of a TV show that's ripped from the headlines, it is just that. It is an episode. It is, um, and and the headline is maybe not something that's dominating the headlines, or it's not so close to home. This one is pretty close to home. Yeah. And as you you mentioned uh, so eloquently, Holly, this is unfolding as we speak literally moderna just yesterday started the third phase of their trial um we will know by november how that trial has done in terms of a vaccine if it doesn't go well there certainly are others that are in production right now that are in uh the testing phase but this is like literal life and I don't know that I, I really am excited to fantasize about it at all right now. <laughs> it's well, because we are living this right yeah. now. And if we're going to apply a narrative logic to the development of a vaccine for COVID-19, is that a story that I want to watch on Sunday night when I watch the rest of my stories on right. HBO? Right. And right now... It's not something that I am personally interested in watching. I am, however, interested in maybe reading the book and reading the articles that the guy who's writing the book has already written about this process. I think what I hear you saying and a little bit, and correct me if I'm wrong, is yes, but not now. Yeah, yes, but not now. Yeah. So here's the good thing for Adam McKay, is that this project at HBO is only in development, which yes. means... When things go in development in Hollywood, it means that they're talking about it, they're writing things, but they're not actually committing to producing this project. Right. It's not cast. No. We don't have this, no. by the way, is all part of um, McKay has a overall deal at HBO that he signed last year. Well, because Succession is so good. Exactly. Okay. This is what I hear. So this is this is what this is part of that deal which does not necessarily mean i mean it's just in development this does not hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, this is going to be, you know, in our eyeballs. And to your point, it's going to take a while for this to get off the ground. I find, I just find it interesting to be focused on an imaginary story about a real thing that's happening without the, to your point, ending mapped out yet. Yeah. I Right now, I'm good with the nonfiction mm-hmm. news articles about the development of the vaccine for COVID-19. But the projects in this overall deal with Adam McKay, Colleen, over at HBO, I'm actually a lot more interested in the other projects that he's working mm-hmm. on right now. Yeah. Some of them being a limited series about the 1980s L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. But totally watch that. Totally. Also super interested in a limited series based off of the book by Miami Herald reporter Julie K. Brown about Jeffrey Epstein. She's the one who wrote yep. the article from 2018 that cracked the case open yeah. and that started the new uh, the new Jeffrey Epstein Which, chapter. Th- now, that, now, that's an example of something that was ripped from the headlines, but also do- it just doesn't have the same impact implication that a a, a vaccine related covid-19 storyline would right for example and we watched jeffrey epstein filthy rich the limited mm-hmm. series on netflix and that was good mm-hmm. there is way more to that story that that docu series oh, yeah. did not address that i would hope that adam mckay's docu series would address absolutely can we just like can we just change course for one second in the remaining minute and a half of this segment Let's do it to just talk about the excitement i mean i was watching the evening news last night as they were talking about this moderna vaccine going into its third um trial phase and how unbelievably exciting this actually is because in the past when there have been pandemics and yes i know We have not lived through a pandemic of these proportions, but we are not the first to experience a global pandemic. So lest you think this is some sort of unique experience, it is unique to us. It is not unique to Earth. But in the past, other pandemics, like, for example, polio, the vaccine for that took years, years to develop. We are talking about a vaccine that is like fast-tracked into the third trial in the course of months. Let's get that vaccine! Pew, 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 pew! I just like science, everybody! Science! Yes! Thank you, Bill Nye! Bill, 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 (laughs) Bill! Okay, thank you for letting me have that moment. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is... Tea bag, and we're going to tell you about them when we come back on My Talk 107. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts is here hey. with me until three o'clock. Hopes at the controls. And uh, we love to tell you about celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Holly? Woo-hoo! We have a COVIDiot D-Bag. Ooh. Tag team sensation. Ooh, I love this. Way to sell it. Everyone involved in this story essentially is a D-Bag. Okay. Now even go- better. Even better. So... 
the celebrity d bags at the center of the story are the mm, band, mm-hmm. the chain smokers. Okay, we play. You, you some put of that these, in loose quotes. Well, they're just two guys who make dumb music. Okay, sorry to all your chain smokers <laughs> fans out there, but not sorry. I get to have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. So. The story goes that the chain smokers had a concert in the Hamptons. A Are we having concerts right now? No, thanks okay. for asking, Colleen. We're mm-hmm. not having concerts right now, or at least we're not having concerts at this scale. There are some socially distant concerts that are happening around town and that are happening throughout the country, but we're being very mindful about good social distancing practices right. that have been set up as guidelines by the Centers for Disease Control. Thank you. Well, so there was this charity drive-in show Saturday night. Drive-in parking spots reportedly went for up to $25,000 a pop. Now, this is the Hamptons, Colleen. I see your face. I'm like, who is paying $25,000 to drive their whip (laughs) into a concert by the Chainsmokers? I say nay, nay to that. Yeah, no thank you. No thank you. So... Allegedly, they were following social distancing guidelines, but apparently the cops were called three times to this place because everyone was acting rowdy and dumb and were not practicing social distancing. Because we can't have nice things, you guys. That's why. And this stuff was posted. We're not telling tales out of school because people at this chain smokers concert in the Hamptons were posting things on social media, showing groups of fans leaving their cars and gathering in front of the stage without masks. Because it was supposed to be a drive-in experience. You're staying in your car. You're socially distanced. But then everyone decided oh, to say, guys, that. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at these pictures. I'm just... I'm going to... No, now yeah. it's just a concert. Now it's just a concert. People aren't wearing masks in the crowds. They're gathered close together. Now, the health commissioner sent a letter. The health, state health commissioner of New York sent a letter saying that they're disturbed by this drive-in concert that involved thousands of people in close proximity. You know, to your point, Colleen, this just turned into a regular concert. Right. <sighs> For the chain smokers. For the, that's the thing. That 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 is you know flames flames flames. Here's what is so frustrating to me right now is like grown adults that seem to think that they're above whatever the rules are, right? At any given time, or that they don't apply to them to them specifically as an individual. Like, yeah, I don't. And then also twenty five thousand dollars to see the chain smokers. I can't even. I want. I mean, twenty five thousand dollars. Like I might pay that to see Elvis, like reincarnated. Like there's. I mean, I cannot for the life of me imagine. No, but again, it's the Hamptons. I don't live yeah, that life. I don't live a twenty five thousand dollar chain smoker concert life. No. Then also, let's consider the fact that these people were flaunting in the face of COVID regulations yeah. for the chain smokers. Yeah. Honey. Was it worth honey, it? Honey, do better. Was because it worth it? No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. They're not... Yeah, I'm, this is... Yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe if you were going to get up close and personal with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards 
and then you were going to talk to them afterwards. But even then, don't think so selfishly because you got to protect Mick and Keith. How did they exactly? How did they them. even get like a permit for this thing? I don't know. Whatever. Well, it was done under the guise of charity, and then I think the organization had at its intention the drive-in experience saying that, well, we're going to so be socially distanced and have this party with the chain smokers. Yeah. But then everyone, you know, concerts, alcohol, substances, horny people. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Just, ay. No. Ay. Um, I'm going to do a quick little on-air production and let you know that I'm flip-flopping uh, a couple things. Perfect. So I would like to make Kendall Jenner my D-bang today. So kind of on the COVID, uh, COVID-idiot train. Um, okay. So Kendall Jenner. Did I say Kylie? It's Kendall. Kendall is my D-bag. Kendall. Kendall Jenner went out to dinner on Friday night um, and uh, she went out to a place called Georgia Baldi Ooh, instead of her mm, usual Nobu Malibu. Giorgio Baldi, very fancy Italian restaurant in mm. Santa Monica. Well, she went uh, to dinner with a friend and of course the paparazzi were there. Um, because she called them and told them to meet her there. Hi, guys. I've got a reservation for aid. Can you come outside just before? <laughs> I just am going to need you to take some yeah. pictures. So now here's why she's my D-bag in this moment is because what what are we doing when we go out and about? What You know, it's sort of universally accepted. Some people don't agree with it, whatever. But for the most part, we are all wearing what on our heads, on our faces? We are wearing masks. Yeah, that's a thing. And um, so she was on her way into this meal and the paparazzi caught her getting out of her car, um, walking near uh, a person, seemingly her bodyguard and other people who are working the outdoor area of this Giorgio Baldi um, fancy schmancy restaurant, you know, like they they station people everywhere from like the front walk all the way to the front door to escort people into their dining experience. It's very fancy. It's the kind of place where you're going to have a plate of spaghetti for $50. Okay. So oh my gosh. <laughs> so they are all masked. Everybody is masked. Yeah. Um because that's what we're doing right now. But guess who doesn't have a mask on? Kendall's not wearing her fashion Kendall's mask. Kendall's not wearing her fashion mask and she's holding it in her hand. Now Generally speaking, and you can like get on me for this, and I get it. It's fine. It's fine. Generally speaking, there are different regulations for when you're outside. Right. And I understand that, right? Like, correct. Air movement, et cetera. Lower risk when you're outside. However, this is Kendall Jenner, and this is an opportunity to show. What this what this picture says to me is I can't be photographed with this on. You need to see my whole face. Instead of I'm going to put my mask on and show people what it's like to to be responsible and wear a mask when I'm out and about. We're not the doing... paparazzi aren't coming into the restaurant. No, of course not. Here's the thing too: we're not doing whole faces right now. 
It's not the look. It's not the look of 2020, you <laughs> no, guys. No, it is not. Whole faces No, they're out. Not, That's no. so 2019. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. So it's just, it's 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 accepted yes. that this is the way things are now. And when she's walking, holding it in her hand, I mean, honestly, what it says is... I need, I, like, I don't, I want you to photograph, like, look at how beautiful I am, right? You know, like, I don't know, there's like a vanity piece to it. Just put your mask on, girl. We're all just doing nose up. And it's fine. Bridge of the nose up. By the way, do not show me your nasal passages, okay? That should not be peeking out over the top of your mask. That's ineffective. Put it all over and then just own it. Noses own are very it. 2017. Yeah, nobody's doing noses anymore. No. We're very eye-focused. Um, brow focused even, um, forehead focused, and high cheekbones focused. But anything below that, we're not interested in seeing these days. Mm -mm. Uh, Anyway, she apparently, you know, people have been um, judging Kendall for her bubble and the largeness of her bubble. You know what? Her social bubble? Her social bubble, yeah. Because, you know, she took like a trip to Sedona with a bunch of people. That's right. And people were like, those those people aren't in your bubble. I happen to be of the opinion. Thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. Do what you're going to do. Like, do your thing, whatever. Try to be safe, please. I'm not going to judge you. But the rest of you aren't Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner... Put on your mask. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see anything below the I know eyes. what it looks like. I've seen yeah. it before. Uh, yeah, it's that's fine. True. It's fine. Everything's fine. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a D-bag double down. Ooh. This one. Okay. So the reason why I flip-flopped these, Holly, is because this story is deep and wide. Oh. 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 And I think that people need to really know what they're talking about Here, when we talk yeah. about... Kylie Jenner. Here's how deep it is. This story cut through the space-time continuum of my relationship, where my guy last night told me about this. Now, that means something. Okay, so rest assured, everybody, you are going to think you're hearing a story about Kylie and a pony. But what you're going to hear is tinfoil hats. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Hope. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly and I are hanging out with you until three. Yep. Hope is at the controls. And we've had a little uh, more D bag than one segment can hold. And when that happens, we have a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. There it was. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. It's another Kardashian. And this time it's um Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Frequent flyer, welcome to the D-bag segment again. Welcome. Please stow your bags underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bin. Oh, but where do I stow my pony? Okay. Your pony. Yes, because not that kind, but okay. So, okay, just uh, everybody listen to this with a suspicious ear, please. Okay? Do not take this story at face value. Listen with a suspicious ear and pay attention to the questions that may arise 
while I tell you about Frozen. What is Frozen? Frozen is the name of the $200,000 pony that Kylie Jenner just had imported for her two-year-old daughter, Stormy. Excuse me? Um, um, can you repeat the price? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready? $200,000. Oh, jeez. This is um, a pony that she has ordered from the Netherlands had flown from the Netherlands to Los Angeles, which she had to pay between $7,000 and $10,000 more additionally. And also, because Frozen is coming from Europe during the coronavirus pandemic, the pony has to quarantine. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For 14 days. And then we'll be moved to a barn closer to Kylie Jenner's Calabasas home once we're on the other side of that. So... $200,000, and I can't get a good vibe on whether this is, like, just for the pony alone it was $200,000, or if that includes the cost to ship, the cost to put that put that pony up during the quarantine. And can I... And this... Okay. <laughs> All right, go, come on. Are you come on. to the point where we have... We can roll out some questions. Uh, yes, we have laid out some, yes, let's do some questions. So what we know now Uh is that $200,000 has been spent on this pony for Kylie Jenner's toddler. Yes, two-year-old. Here's some stats. It's a 17-year-old gray pony hunter. I don't know what that means, but it's named Frozen. And uh, it's from a celeb favorite horse breeder, Stahl Wilton. So a breeder to the celebrities has sold Kylie Jenner a $200,000 pony that is, by the way, 17 years old. Holly, while I'm, because I do need an answer to this question, while I'm rolling out some other questions, can you... Can you Google for me the normal life expectancy of a pony? Well, Frozen is very cute. All right. Okay, Frozen is super cute. Super cute. All right, life. But here's my first question. Are there ponies right here in the United States that you don't have to fly anywhere or quarantine? That is true. You do not need... Okay, and I realize I am talking to Kylie Jenner, but you do not need right now... A pony for two hundred thousand dollars that you're gonna fly in, right? Like there are ponies here. We have there's we have, we have pony. We have that. We have that. So then, and and a seventeen year old pony. I mean, is that thing in its twilight years? The it average, feels to me like it might be. Well, because Frozen is seventeen years old, the average life expectancy of a horse ponies tend to live longer. Colleen, many ponies. Okay. 
still serve well into their 30s. A few ponies and horses may even reach the age of 40 or older. Okay. So this is like getting a firmly middle-aged pony. Okay, so it's a middle, it's a sturdy pony. Sturdy okay, pony. Okay, fine. It's had fine. some life experiences. Oh, I just am sad that that little pony had to fly all by itself from the Netherlands to Los Angeles. I must have been so confused. Like, why am I in the air? What? Where are my people? I can't. Anyway, I'm sad about it. I know that that's dumb. Here's here's the thing. The fact that, like I said, she had to spend $200,000 to move this pony from the Netherlands to the Los Angeles makes me feel like it, this isn't just about a pony. Mm, that's a question, Colleen. Yeah. Or a thought, a pondering, amusing. Yeah. Like maybe there's some funny money business happening in this story. At this point, Colleen, when we're dealing with the Kardashian Jenners, I feel like there's a lot of funny money things happening. Now, particularly with Kylie, your musings are not unwarranted. Right, because this comes on the heel of her heels of her buying all that extra real estate, including like a big dirt ditch. She spent $15 million on a giant dirt ditch in yeah. Calabat, in Hidden Hills, yeah. which is the Los Angeles neighborhood where Kim and Kanye live, her sister. Kylie Jenner buys $15 million vacant Hidden Hills lot. That was a headline in May. That was on the heels mm-hmm. of Kylie Jenner paying $36.5 million for a Los Angeles mansion in the Homby Hills neighborhood. That is the neighborhood where the Playboy Mansion is. Okay, so she got a lot of property, and now she's got a very expensive pony. Now also... And also a very expensive Louis Vuitton bag for her daughter. Oh, good Lord. Here's another thing about the real estate transactions, Colleen. Mm-hmm. A reason why you're questioning about Kylie Jenner's funny money, again, does not go unwarranted. Because for that $15 million pile of dirt... Mm-hmm. She paid for that in cash. Of course she did. Of course she did. That is incredibly suspicious. Look, we were born at night. But we were not born last night. Thank you. And people like to do things with money. Mm-hmm. They like to buy real estate. They like to wash that money, so to speak. Yeah. They like to make sure that it's nice and squeaky clean. Now, we don't have really a ton to go on. With any of that with Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have a really deep dive into her business practices other than the fact that there was a Forbes article that came out about a month ago saying that Kylie Jenner is not actually a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So Kylie Jenner and her camp are ones to maybe mm, exaggerate what's really going on yep. in, for the purposes of celebrity, for the purposes of business, for the purposes of illusion and entertainment. We should be asking some questions about the pony. I think so, too. I just feel like, at first blush, this is a story about a mom spoiling her child with an incredibly expensive pony. And the pony is very cute. And the pony is adorable. But when you kind of back up, you go, something's weird here. Right. Something's strange about this. Okay, so did you say that your guy told you about this story? He's the one who brought this to my attention, And here's what I have to say about my guy. He's not up to what we talk to at my talk. He doesn't keep up with the Kardashians. No, he doesn't care. I've actually had to try to explain to him who the Kardashian Jenners are via flowchart. He doesn't care. Okay. But he did bring up the fact that Kylie Jenner spent $200,000, which is, you could buy a whole house 
for that amount oh my of money gosh, in yes. many parts of the country. Yes. That she spent that on a pony. And he was flabbergasted by this. It didn't make sense to him. So what I'm here to say is that if it doesn't make sense for my guy... It, it shouldn't make sense to the rest of us either. Thank you. Yeah, there's something weird about this. And it just doesn't... And it's the weird... To me, the weird part is the way that it's all being... Um, like, it's all being done in front of our very eyes. Well, that's a hiding in plain sight tactic. Right. And I feel like, hi, are we going to, like... Are we going to talk about this? Are we going to talk about this? Are we going to, like... Are we going to acknowledge that these things are happening? And the, Yeah. You know, I mean, because, yeah, you, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Colleen. I, we have seen other moments of people displaying ostentatious lifestyles and illusions of wealth mm-hmm. in order to get PR to do some other things. I mean, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that we've seen this story being played out before. Yeah. And if you go and look at those stories that have been played out before, you'll find some interesting information. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, take a deep dive. Do it on your own time. Yeah. $200,000 pony. It's a cute pony, though. I mean, it's really cute. It's a cute pony. Oh, it's like a white pony. I mean, it's very cute. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, question for you. What's your favorite thing to buy in bulk? 651-641-1071. When you're rolling through the lanes at Costco, what's your favorite thing to buy? Give us a call. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.